Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey doing guys, welcome back to our three game Saturday slate We're starting here with the Panthers and the Seagulls When is Brian Toto going to stop? He's been incredible hasn't he? Another 65 points for a 62, 62 average as a wing fullback So clearly one of the top three uh, wing fullbacks this year And if you if you started with him or picked him up over the last few weeks You've really benefited from his, uh, his skills And yeah, 100 less run meters this game effort no six tackle breaks three offloads a couple of line breaks and a try awesome work for him at 726k he should be up around 750 760 after this week uh he's just pumping out the great scores and, and well done to him if you own him i guess yeah the question's going to be is he going to make origin but i i, I don't think daniel tupo loses his spot he you know, is not amazing under the high ball obviously being a, a, a smaller a smaller winger there tupo does almost as good a work you know running running the ball out of trouble and stuff like that. So I think he's still a safe option to pick. Obviously, if there's an injury to out of a car or something like that, then then Toto is probably going to get picked. But I think he's still a great option. It's good to see Trebojevic come back and and obviously have a pretty much a perfect game. 50 tackles, one error, 155 metres for 63 points. And you know, these are the type of guys that I was talking about. Is, you know, they've, they've lost a fair bit of cash, but we know that over, over a season, he ends up averaging pretty much the same every year. He's, he's that consistent. So you know, he's probably about five points undervalued which you know has him around i don't know well compared to last year 137k he's you'd say he's at least 100k undervalued from where he normally averages around that 54 56 kind of numbers there so um yeah just keep an eye on it on him but i'd probably think about him after maybe the first buy first buy round or origin period clear with his last score the year was 61 what a poor poor effort <laughs> 91 average over eight rounds or seven for him um still incredible and you know, a lot of the people that you know, you could have captained this week. He's still one of the high ones anyway. You know, if you think of guys like maybe Crichton or 
Um, Fafita, we'll see if you know, Fafita with 48, a few people uh, captain, so you're not worried about that with Cleary, but uh, he's finally going to stop making money at 1.14 million. It's just incredible. Fish Harris with 50, uh, 61 in some good minutes, you know, just under 60 minutes there, so well done to him, but again, not many people have him. Or to power, same with Martin. He's scoring a couple of good ones in a row, getting some tries there. Trevojevic to 50 again, you're really happy with that. Got a try saver, a try again, um, 206 metres, which is really good. So that's not something that has been his strong point over the years, is his actual metres gained. And, and this year he is getting a lot more of that. Obviously he did have a runaway try. So you'd expect maybe you know 120 to 130 metres for him, which is a lot less for for what uh, the normal strong you know, top three, four wing fullbacks get. So... Um, good to see that those metres are up, but you know another decent score and a 60 average over three games. So he's going to keep making cash for anyone who brought him in. and um, He's made it through three games now, and this one he actually played the full 80. So really happy for him. Uh, he's obviously so good to watch. So And how good was the little uh, Desi Hasler spray at him there? He's just like, what, me? <laughs> um, you know, at halftime when they, were getting, they weren't uh, putting in enough effort. But there you go. Harper with 47. Yo, 46. LOA, 46. Just a 45 there, which is good. So again, you're really happy with his output. A 52 average for the season puts him. He'll put him up around you know 570, 580 after this week, which is good. And he'll keep making your cash, dual position. Can't complain with what he's uh you know putting out for the squad at the moment. But that uh that kick near the end of the game was uh, not very good. <laughs> Did get two forced dropouts though, so he was he was doing well apart from that last one. But Corsair, welcome back to him. So it's good to see him. Uh, play the full 80 and in a welcome back. Uh, sorry, I just looked at Edwards. 43 in 60 minutes for Coruscant. So it's good to see him back on the park. Um, decent score, but you know you can expect somewhere in the mid to high 50s when when he gets back to 80 minutes. But I think it's cool that you, you know you can see his his price drop over the next you know few weeks, and then hopefully he's someone that we could possibly pick up coming into the Origin period. You know, given the fact that he won't play Origin, they play the first buy round. So have a think about that over the next few weeks if you're looking for a hooker who is not as expensive as someone like Mane, then I think Coruscant is going to be a good option. And he'll have to do a lot of extra work in that first buy round, you'd imagine, uh, in terms of the attacking side of, of things there. Dylan Edwards with 42. Still a good option that we've spoken about. 205 metres. Got a try assist, got a try. So the only thing there was just the, the lack of, of tackle bust, which, yeah, it's fine if you get attacking stats one week in terms of the tries and assists, and then the next week you get you know, a bunch of tackle busts and stuff like that. So... Yeah, 42 you're okay with. He's you know, he's priced well under a 50 average, so kind of getting what you're paying for at the moment, and he'll have some games where he gets 60 or 70 and, and do really well. So you know, if you don't have him at the moment, it's probably a good thing that he's not scoring as well because we know what he's, uh, he's capable of doing, and he could be a good option coming closer to the buy rounds as well. Eisenhuth, Leota, Saab with 41. So if you had to play Saab this week, you're, you're really happy, but how good is money-making been? Negative 18k down to 228. So uh, he might actually start making some money if he gets a couple more scores like this. Uh, so you happy with that if you had to use him as cover. DCE, another up and down week. 40, got a try, which was good. I had him in the same game multi with Edwards, which was good. Uh, 40 there, so a six, just under 60 average. So again, a lot of people are, are trying to pick him up, and this probably wasn't the week against. The Panthers boys, DCE tends to score a lot better uh, and really big, goes really big against some of the lesser teams. So, And that's where you get that you know, 81 week, 40 the next. But if you can live with that, then he's always a good option. And he'll be a little bit cheaper after that 40 this week. Capo looks like he's gone down injured and it could be somewhere between one and five weeks. We're not, not sure at this stage based on what NRL Physio was saying. So 
you're really happy with his output in that first half, but that that kind of really kills him because he was he's actually doing pretty well the last few weeks, a, a lot better than 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 the, in the previous bunch. Um, you know, to, to sit with an average of forty seven, you you're kind of happy with his output at seventy one k gain. It's, it's similar, probably just under the output that Welch is giving us. So um, yeah, that's where he's at in the moment. It looks like you probably have to be a trade out unless you, you know, if it's one or two weeks and you can possibly hold, but. With him, there's a good chance he plays Origin as well, just with how good he went last year. So have a think about that if you're looking at hold, uh, trading him or, or holding on to him either way. Uh, Jerome Luai with a lower week this week, and I've seen already a bunch of comments saying, oh, I'll trade Luai to whoever this week, and I think that's a bit of an over, overreaction. He's averaging 51, priced at 660. You know, it's not like he, if he's priced at 750, 800, and you're expecting you know, mid-50s to 60s, then, then yeah, you can go, oh, maybe his, his output's not... Not enough for where it's at, but with someone like Luai, he's scoring a lot better than what Brooks is, and, and a lot of people were training Brooks to Moses, for example, and you know Moses is somewhere between we got fifty two last week and a sixty this week, so you know it's a, a mid fifties average, so it's a very small increase. Again, we're not sure if Luai is going to play Origin, so I think you can just hold him until then. To be fair, uh, a lot of people are talking about Stephen Crichton again, and, and this is kind of the. The normal output I expect from him last week is his uh, meters were inflated, just had a lot more involvement on that right side, and and this time not as much. So it's it's interestingly interesting but annoying for it, for owners for him because that left side is obviously extremely dominant, and he played there last year and didn't score incredibly. Like he averaged mid to high thirties, but he still didn't get the meters gain and stuff. So maybe it'd be different this year as he's a year older, but. On that right-hand side, I just don't think he's going to get the output that, you, that he needs to, to be able to be a, a viable option in your side. A lot of people were you know, picking him up after that, that game last week. And just remember that the guys can have outstanding games and then, and then go back to normal, right? We always revert back to the mean. So think about that with someone like uh, Stephen Crichton and just be wary that that's you know, the kind of output you're going to get. I don't think he's going to turn into a keeper. So if you're looking to bring him in now and over the buy period and then trade him out later, then you can, but I'd... I, I doubt that's a good uh, a good way to do it. Spencer with 31, 19 minutes. This guy's a freak, man. <laughs> He's probably going to hold cash again. He's going to see somewhere between 350 and 400, I imagine, for the rest of the, the season, unless there's an injury. And, and again, they go through another game without, you know, apart from Kurt Capewell having any real injuries. So is what it is if you're holding him. Lockie Croker with 28 this week. So money-making potential... Is now gone. So, 166k. They don't play the first buy round. I think you can move him on now uh, and use his cash, which I think is a pretty good effort. If you're still holding on, really kick out. Just showing what happens with him across the season. He definitely is not a keeper and never will be. Plays doesn't play the full 80 minutes and can go missing in certain games and just really yeah didn't get involved in this one. So, is what it is. Burton with 25. So finally a low game for him. He'll start to lose some cash if he keeps going with a couple of these types of games, but he still had a good footy game, so wouldn't be worried about that. Uh, Ola Kawatu, uh, 24 in 54 minutes, so that was a, a low one for him, and, and again, his money-making potential starts to slow down as well. He's only made 42 so far, and he'll be uh, he'll make a little bit for you with a low break-even, but if he continues to do that, then it's not going to be good enough. 12 tackles in 54 minutes is really strange. Uh yeah, don't know what don't know what the theory was there. A lot of these guys with 
with lower tackles apart from like Chwovich. What have we got? 33. Yeah, 33 apart from Chwovich is 50. So very interesting for him there. But yeah, again, a lot of people were thinking about picking him up this week and, and that kind of kills you a little bit. Uh, Garrick, foreign. A few people have Garrick, I've seen. So he was, yeah, it was always never going to score amazingly this week, but is what it is. I think he's someone that you can look to move on pretty soon as well after you know those couple of 60-odds, unless they have a few a few easier games coming up. And then Charlie Staines with another 12. God, that's bad. And Cust just playing smaller minutes again, which is interesting because he, a few weeks ago he actually came on and, and had a lot of impact and, and Croker wasn't doing as much. And, and now he's really delved into a, a very small role there on the bench. So that's that first game, guys. Let me know what you thought of that one. It was actually you know, a decent game of footy, obviously, Panthers are kind of just winning their winning their game, just finding a way to win all their games at the moment. Even if they don't play amazing, they're they're getting to that stage. And yeah, Eagles were were a lot better in the second half than they were the first. I think that kind of killed them. Um, but they look like they they could be a top eight team. The the Eagles if they if they keep their full squad together. So that's that. There. Move on to the Eels and the Dogs. And gee, Gutho was everywhere. And how good was his uh, little interview and his blue steel at the end there uh, after the game? So. Uh, 91 points there, a couple of tries, three line breaks, 11 tackle breaks, 260 metres. Just was abs- in absolutely everything, especially in that first half. He was about 70. So there was a good chance of getting the 100 and, and kind of slowed down and, and, and took an early breather there. So he was incredible. And Papa Lee is clearly the most improved player in fantasy and also in, in, in real footy this year. I can't believe how good he has got in just a year. And you know, to sit at 813k, he'll be up about 830, after this week. He's been an absolute freak on the footy field. 42 tackles this time, four tackle breaks, 196 metres, three offloads, and a, you know, a try assist, a couple of line break assists. He's been incredible, and, and someone that I completely missed out on. And I suppose I should have, you know, in hindsight, thought about Madison and, and his concussion history and go, okay, well, I said that probably he was going to be good if he gets, if he continues at 80 minutes on the edge, but I just kept thinking that he'd be going back to the middle, so... It looks like with uh, now they're going to use Lane through the middle now. I think Papa Lee is a pretty safe option, even though he's very highly priced now. I, I can't see it keeping up at a, at a seventy average, but you know if you think of, if you think of him as like a sixty average, sixty two average player, then you're pricing him exactly where he's at now. So this is where Crichton and those types of guys were at the start of the season. So if he keeps the seventy average up, he'll go into the nine hundreds. But if he doesn't and, and comes back to the mean a little bit, then you, you're going to keep him at that same price. And I think you're pretty happy with that. As a guy that's going to play in round 13, he's a dual position player. Uh, I think you, yeah, you just you go all in and you get him. You try to get him in somehow. He's he's very very important. And I think the the teams that are doing well at the moment, like right in the top, you know, 500 ranks and stuff for like that, all have him. So, yeah, well done to him. Uh, Sivo again with a couple of good tries and and a nice score again. And very very normal for for Sivo to be scoring and averaging around this point. This is kind of where he, he stays all year between 450 and 500 odd. Uh, thousand. So if you have him, you've done well. Reed Marnay was 62 and a nice line break try assist at the start. So once he got that, you know he's going to get a good score. Uh, and, and, you know, a very simple, easy game after that. Didn't do a lot in the second half, but I suppose he didn't have to do too much. A couple of nice kicks at a dummy half. 42 tackles, a couple of tackle breaks. Sweet as. Great option. Same thing, 840k at the moment. He's priced at around 64, 65. So, yeah, really happy with his output. Keep doing that. Keep doing your thing. I've uh, been talking about Moses a lot, and at 680k, a score in the 60 with only one try assist is really cool. And just did a little bit of everything across the park, which is good. Really happy with that. 
get him in your side over the next bunch of weeks if you're needing a half. But if you have some, like I'm personally with, with Cleary, Foggs, Walker, all these types of guys, uh, Schuster, there's so many options there and, and you may not need him exactly at this point, you know, just think of the makeup of your team as to the types of guys you might need. And, and that's going to be an important part over uh, you know, heading in towards round 13 is the makeup of your squad as to, okay, do I actually have at least one center playing? Do I have one to two fullbacks? Uh, you know, if you're looking to get sort of 14 to 15 players, then, then that, can kind of, that can kind of annoy you a little bit. If you don't have, you know, if you have one wing fullback or you have one, uh, one middle, you know, that kind of stuff can... can can be a bit of an issue. So think about that with the, the types of guys you're bringing in for round 13 as well. So if you've got any questions about that one, just hit me up in the comments. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to answer that in a little bit more detail for you. Corey Riddell, 57. Uh, we got a Tony, if you're still owning him. It's a good score. Avril with 49. God, that was a good try. How good was that left foot step? Did them all ends up. Uh, so he was someone that was, yeah, wasn't scoring too much and then just went straight through there and, 260 meters, uh, kick meters as well to go along with his try and his tackles. I think, yeah, he's just been incredible since we traded him out. Uh, what a pain in the ass. 49, he's averaging 39.4 now. So a great half and center combination there with his jewel and he'll be up about 460, 470. So crazy work for Jake. Uh, Lane with 48. Yes, I've got a try on the on, but moving onto the bench and a little bit, playing a little bit through the middle now. So yeah, not an option anymore. Definitely if you have him. Luke Thompson with 48, still 56 minutes, and, and just that PPM of just under one is probably a little bit annoying if you picked him up at around that 600K mark. So, yeah, not too much else to say about, about Thompson there. I wouldn't be bringing him in, but if you've got him, definitely hold. If you've got Madison, if you held him to this time, I'd probably doubt you did, but just good to see him back on the footy field. Obviously played New South Wales Cup last week, but back in the eel side here and picked up 47 and, and looks solid without, without doing too much uh, out of the ordinary there. How good's that? The Cardi Party been off the uh, off the bench for the boys. Forty seven in his forty four minutes. A couple of try assists. He's looking looking a lot better, and and just I think his decision making's improved dramatically. Uh, I think you know the last few years he's been trying to do too much with the ball. I'd say, and now he's kind of moved into a role. He's got a set role, obviously, and and running harder and just using his skills when when needed. So really cool for him. I definitely don't think he's an option to bring into his side, but it's good to see him playing well anyway. Tommy Opercheck, the gift that keeps on giving at 40, uh, 46 there. So didn't really have to do too much. Just just one missed tackle to, you know, for 19 tackles there. Five tackle breaks, line break assists, 100, and 120 metres. So well done, Tommy. Can I say he's a keeper yet? <laughs> it's pretty close. 42 average in the centres. He keeps it up. He hasn't even had a bad game yet. So awesome work, Tommy. Uh, Nia Kore with 45 and a try. That was a beautiful pass straight through into uh, into his bread basket there over for a try. So good to see that for him. Um, not having the output that he had in those first few games at centre, but he's he's done really well if you've picked him up as a as a you know keeper level centre there at an average of 43. So good stuff for him. Uh, also going to talk about Dal Matini Zelezniak scoring okay, but doubt many people have him. Uh, Dylan Brown with the lowest score and he got done all ends up by... Uh, by Avrilo there on that on that uh, step through, um, probably a good thing that he's going to drop a little bit of cash again. Not not many people have him. If you're looking to get a half over that origin period, then he could be a good one to pick up on the cheap. But I'd still think Moses is a better option. Elliot there with 35 in 69 minutes. So he didn't get the full 80 this time, and and just isn't running the ball that much. What what happened to his running game the first few games? It's weird that you can go from. 
from doing so much like that to, to not really a lot at all, which is very strange. And, and you know, a bunch of a bunch of missed tackles, a couple of a couple of errors there. So not ideal if you if you own Elliot right now. And I think a lot of people will will be tempted to to trade him out after that. And you know, two bad weeks in a row, he's going to lose some cash. Unfortunately, all those gains that you had at the start of the year are, are going to be vanished after that one. So that's annoying. But yeah, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't push against you trading him out if you can if you can use that six hundred k and go up to an eight hundred k guy or you know a Papaliti or these types of guys. I think it's probably a, a solid option there. As I don't think Elliot's a keeper, unfortunately. As much as we thought he was a good option at the start, of the year, he just he's just changed his role. I don't think he's just not running the ball like he was, and he was so dangerous. Uh, Kotrick is thirty three, Allen thirty two, Flanagan with thirty, so a much lower game for him, and he hasn't lived up to. His price tag, unfortunately, at the start of the year, we'd be down about eighty k now. Paul off the bench, twenty four, so he's going to be he's going to get real cheap over the buy period, which will be could be interesting. Uh, Fergo twenty two, so one of his lowest games of the year there. Again, you're holding if you have him, but you know five hundred thirty k, you could tam- be tempted to to move him on, but he definitely plays round thirteen, so I'd think of that as well. And Hopper with thirteen in his eighty minutes, so that wasn't ideal. And, and the big one there is Nathan Brown getting. Getting injured, and it might not be a severely long injury uh, out, but for him, eighteen points, he gets real cheap. He'll probably be back for the buy for that first buy round, so that'll be a that'll be a fun one there. If we can get him up, get him in at what under six hundred k for a guy that's averaged mid fifties in the past, so and and gone for stretches of years where like at the back end of last year was averaging like sixty. So yeah, really really interesting one there for Brownie, and and that looks that looks cooked. Can we? Can we rule out rule out that bloody knee that that rising knee that, that they do like the the Clemmer special? <laughs> How far was that? Just straight in the hip flexor, poor bloke. Uh, moving on to our last game, and that's the Roosters and the Knights, and and this one was a was a really sad one in amongst a like a really really good performance from the the Roosters to then to then lose two of their guys at the end, you know, in Lindsay and Brett. That was um that was tough to see, and and the scenes after the after the game, yeah, as much as. It was a fun game for it. It was really sad to see that, you know, that could be Brett's career done for from for an amazing career that it, that it has been. I suppose there's a chance he could try and come come back and go around another year, but it's like, you know, is it is it worth it doing that? You know, going through all that rehab to try and do it again. So um, sad to see for those guys. But in terms of the the fantasy side of it, in this game we had we had Walker absolutely just put on a show, especially in that second half there. And, just obviously kicking goals now, which is interesting with Takaaho spending a bit of time on the bench and stuff like that. So just giving Walker the full time duties, which is good. Uh, so get that extra points in in goals there, and, and to see him averaging fifty five now with it with a score of eighty eight, three tries in his five games, four tries this this one, and and did a bit of everything, running the ball a lot more, kicking for two hundred eleven meters, which was great. So he's going to be up. Yeah, he'll be well. That'd be eighty or ninety k gain after this week. So he'll be close to five hundred k, which is incredible. So, uh, well done to everyone that owns him. I imagine most people do. I think he's in the forty odd percent ownership. Uh, so yeah, it's enough to say on Walker. He's a special talent, and it's really good to see him playing with around the older guys that are that are really uh, will be able to mould his game into into becoming a really strong player. So well done to him. Crichton with seventy picked up a try off uh, off a Walker kick, which was good. But just his general work ethic was great. So 46 in base, and then the four tackle breaks, three offload. So went on to Angus. He's getting back to uh, where his average was at the back end of last year. So he'll make a bit of cash this week, which is good. Um, and hopefully he can continue those scores in the 60 to 70 mark, which you know, I think he's owned by a, a few less people than, than expected. I think he's in the mid, 
mid high mid to high twenties in ownership, which is cool. Uh, Tupanua, yeah, someone that I was, was saying that if you could hold on steady over you know, those issues that he had with the with the injury and stuff like that, then you're gonna you're gonna reap some benefits because he is a good player and, and and getting you know close to eighty minutes there, he usually will score well. He's got the he's got the tackle break, he's got the offload, and he's got the the line break in his game. So really improving as a player. If you if you still got him at sixty six, you are happy there. Frizzell was sixty four, really strong effort from him, and, and you know sixty two average over the year was it was more than than we would have expected, and he's going to be continuing to get closer to six uh, seven sixty seven seventy seven eighty almost eight hundred soon if he keeps them up. Um, I'm really enjoying his consistency apart from those two games. So you, know, you take two out of eight as being in, inconsistent, and the rest are being like mid sixties to seventy odd. So good stuff for him. Uh, triple for for Josh Morris, which was cool, and Tupo both had really good games on that on that left-hand side, and they obviously found a, a bit of success down there. Brayley with 55 was, uh, yeah, one of his lowest scores in the years. Just dropped his average under 70 through eight games, and he's been incredible. He'll be, uh, you know, he's staying around that sort of 780, 800K mark over this next bunch of weeks, and, you know, sits in there and plays 13, so you need, I, think, I still think he's a must-have. If you don't have him yet, get him in. Barnett was the other kind of guy I was thinking of bringing in this week, and... He's just he's just solid, isn't he? Just like eighty minutes on an edge, just does a bit of everything. He's he's got a little bit of flair to his game, but then yeah, he has the has the work ethic as well with forty seven points in base. So well done to Barnett. Obviously not kicking goals anymore, but but still a decent option if you need a middle slash edge. Yeah, you know, dual position's great at six hundred and eighty eight K. He's not gonna break the bank, which is great. You know, him and TPJ are in that similar boat that could could you you could expect them to hold somewhere around that a fifty five average. Kurt Mann spoke. I was uh, spruiking through the week at a cheaper price in your half position if you needed one, and 53 points with 31 tackles, six breaks, 100 meters gain, and, and obviously not a lot of kicks in general play. But 120 meters, you'll you'll take that extra six points. Uh, so Kurt, well done. You'll uh, start to make some cash again coming down, uh, coming up from his his base there at neg 130 130k. Yeah, we spoke about Brett, but another really good game. And obviously, he's, it looks like he's done his ACL, so you'll probably you'll, you'll definitely have to trade him out. But how good was his uh, twenty four tackles in the in the centers there? Um, but had a nice game overall, unfortunately, before getting injured. Connor Watson, even with the lesser minutes, just remains a, a keeper level uh, player. You know, at worst, he's on your bench, but uh, yeah, most of us are starting him in the middle. So you take that every day of the week. He's fifty two and you know fifty three point four average. Just does a little bit of everything on the park. And when he's running the ball, they look a lot more dangerous, I think. So I think they should continue with that one, especially if he's playing less minutes. The energy he's going to come on the field with is, is really good. So, you know, 600K now, he's going to continue to move upwards with 52 points. Um, might not be this week with a higher break even, but if he, if he can keep that average, he'll be up in the 650, closer to 700K uh, mark over the next sort of four to five weeks there. Clem with 50, so it's good to see him get some bigger minutes and a better score, but... Again, not an option at the moment. Hutchison with 43, if anyone has him. Just sort of peeking out a little bit because he's doing a lot of the controlling part of it and Walker's getting a lot of the spoils in the, in the attacking stuff, which I think they're, they're working really well together in, in, in that uh, scenario there. Manu with 42. If you picked him up this week, I think you're happy enough with the, with the result. A 41 average for where he's at currently is, is okay. Uh, I'm obviously owning him and, and seven tackle breaks in 220 metres is great to see. I just hope that when he moves back to centre, he actually gets a lot more run metres than he has been across a bunch of those weeks because he does definitely looks dangerous and he, he gets a quick play of the ball when he, when he has the ball in hand. So let's hope that moves back 
uh, if that continues when he goes back to centre. So but a decent score at 42 without getting any attacking stats there. Musgrove, I actually like him as a player. He's pretty cool, eh? Hey? At 228, he could be an interesting one to to pop in as a cash out, you know, cash cash out option definitely. Obviously, he's not making money. He'll be up, slightly up this week, but if he can stay around the 228k, it could be cool uh, as that type of option, but we'll uh, we'll think about that a little bit later. Ponga with 33, and if you picked him up last week, you've got a 40 and a 33 now, which is upsetting, but again, against a, against a good team in the Roosters, you're looking for him to get some slightly easier games over the next bunch of weeks. We'll have to have a look at those fixtures. Where are they at? All right, what do they got? So, upcoming, we have the Raiders, Tigers, Cowboys, Eagles. So, yeah, you'd expect a lot a lot, a lot more better scores. Oh, God, English. Um, you expect some better scores from him over the next bunch of weeks, uh, Looking, if you're looking to pick him up now. But again, he's going to be playing Origin, so now it's going to be picking up round nine. You get 9, 10, 11, 12 out of him, so four games before Origin. So it's like, is that is that going to be enough, or do you think? Or can you just hold on a little bit longer and wait till maybe after the first buy round or something like that? Just have that in mind. Uh, Victor Bra with 32. Just less tackles, I suppose, with them, with them winning, doing well. He, didn't, he had a line break there, just didn't have to do a lot in, in 46 minutes. So you're looking for him to get at least 55 to 60 minutes, and that wasn't the case, unfortunately. So a lower score, and I think you can still hold him, but he's just not a keeper, I don't think, at, especially not at this stage. Maybe he becomes one at the back end of the year, but you know everyone was thinking of that. And I think for him, he has to play at least 60 minutes to, to be at that level where he can have just under a PPM of one and average around 50 or just above. Uh, best with 31, okay. Didn't have to do much at all. I think they can give him a little bit more early ball, let him do his thing. But again, when he gets smashed as a center, you're not really going to score very well. Collins was doing well again. Obviously, I don't think he's going to get as many minutes. He got injured right at the end, like last, what, seven or eight minutes. So... Um, yeah, not too much to say about him. If you've got him in your side, you probably have to get rid of him because it looks like he's done his ACL as well, unfortunately. But he's uh, he's been very serviceable over the first uh, you know eight rounds there. Green with thirty, not op- not an option. Verrill's for twenty nine. So again, a lot of people are picking him up this week and fifty minutes for twenty nine. It, it kind of suits where he's at over like an eighty minute role. He's someone that averages about forty to forty five. So he's not someone that's incredible or you know a great. Great cash cow type of player, like a, a Harry Grant or something like that, that can come out and, and get a lot of run meters and is, has a bit of attacking flair. Farrell's going to get the majority of stuff from, from key, uh, obviously, tackles with, with him not even making a run at all. So maybe he's not exactly feeling perfectly fit at this stage. He's a bit scared. He's not, not sure as to why he hasn't run the ball yet because he he did run the ball a fair bit in you know, a couple of years ago when they when they won the comp. So... Something to think about with him, I think, as I said, you can wait You can wait that little bit longer with him because he's not going to make too much cash yet uh, and then think to pick him up, you know, either straight after, you know, it'd be ideal if we can keep him low and then pick him up straight after the buy round possibly, but that's that with him. Um, Benjamin Marshkey, 20, so if you have him, it's almost time to move on. He's getting that lesser role now and, and that's about all. So Brody Jones over the 15 minutes, so after a couple of the great games that he's had. So there you go, guys. That's the, the three-game slate for Saturday. Let me know how you are, how your team fared. I'm feeling there's been a fair bit of consistency across a lot of our players over this last few weeks, which is obviously good for the brain. But um, yeah, I can, you see the majority of people still making a lot of trades going into I've seen so many people with, with max trades used and um, can't wait to see how they go over the buy period. But I suppose that's my only good thing this week is I actually held two trades and I might lose a few ranks, but... 
you know, hopefully some, some better options come up in the next few weeks. Obviously, there's a bunch of injuries that, that are happening each and every week. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll see what happens from there. But yeah, see, so guys, hope you enjoyed that. Please hit like, subscribe if you're enjoying these. Tell your friends and we'll uh, catch you in the next one, guys. Have a good day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.